It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. On 11.16 SEM, the award-winning crunch time. Let's help you into a Honda. See honda.com.au. And the debate continues off our SMS machine about uh, Melbourne's performance last night. One thing you can't argue is that they are through to a preliminary final. 16-8-104 to 10-11-71. And leading the way was the big man in the middle, Max Gorn. And he's uh, joined us on the line, the old Australian Ruckman. Welcome, Max. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Congratulations again on last night. What was the message from the coach post-game broadly? Um, oh, obviously delighted with the result. Um, we get to go to a, prelim- uh, a preliminary final now, which is pretty exciting. But um, I mean, I heard you guys talking before. It wasn't our best game of football to, to play for a semi-final, but um, our contested brand still stacks up when we're in a bit of trouble. And we had, um, I thought, in the highlight was definitely we had six defenders that just weren't willing to be scored on on the weekend and they had a lot of opportunities to defend and that was unfortunately the way we played but um, some guys down there like Michael Hibbert and Neville Jetta were superb so they kept us in it to be honest. It's funny we were just talking in the ad break about those two players and what an incredible combination they are for you down there. Yeah, um, Hibbo had to play a little bit taller on the weekend with Hawks having a relatively tall forward line and um, he still gives us so much run and Neville Jetta, I mean it's well documented that he probably should have been in the All-Australian squad, Um, he kept probably their best player to a very limited game. So um, he's very well, uh, highly regarded in the club and um, he did some super stuff on the weekend. Take us out there if you can in that last quarter, Max, when Hawthorne did get that start, they did kick those three goals too and you were having a a fair bit of trouble getting out of defence. Clearly you, you answered that call, but what was sort of going through your mind and what were the leaders trying to do out there? Yeah, I tried to soccer one off the ground you know, and decided to give them another goal. Um, look, we, we we talked about it at three-quarter time as a leisure group, just before us, and said, look, Hawks are going to come, and they're going to kick sort of two or three at some point, probably in this quarter, and it's about how we react to that. And um, when it did happen, I got the midfielders together, Jordan got the defenders together, and Alex Neil Bourne and Tom McDonald got the forwards together, and we sort of just um, set ourselves for, for the next sort of two or three contests, and that's what got us um, the momentum back. And I mean, you see Mitchie Hannon took a, took a good mark and then Jake Melksham takes a good mark. Tom McDonald takes a good mark. They all take their 30 seconds to have their shot and that just wrestles the momentum back our way. Max, Bob here. Well done last night. I, I interviewed you a couple of weeks ago, mate, and, you, and at that stage you hadn't played finals footy at all. What have been your impressions of the intensity of the first two weeks? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty on in there. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less with some of the guys that we have on our team, but um, the midfield battle is pretty ferocious, and uh, it's, I mean, an electric ap- ap- atmosphere. I'm not sure how many people get to play in front of 92 weeks in a row. I'm not sure if that's consistently finals football, but um, it was a, it's pretty good. And the, I've, I think the bigger the crowd, the more the footy turns into a contested game. What about Jack Viney, mate? Last night, there's been a lot of talk about him. There's a lot of admiration for the way he came in last week off the spell. But again, last night, close to the best man on the ground. He had 27 touches from just the 67% game time. You spend you know, a lot of time in there up close with him. What's it like to play alongside the man? 
67% game time. I was wondering why I was out on the ground for a little bit longer. I'm like, <laughs> I'll make sure I thank him. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's a beast. Um, look, we knew that we were going to get that. Um, it was just a matter of him learning about his body. And to be honest, I've seen a new Jack Viney from the Jack Viney of old. He started to listen to his body a little bit more. and a Bit of a smarter option with his foot. And um, he could have pushed. The old Jack probably would have pushed to play in the West Coast game and the GWS game. But he just sat back and and let it heal the right way. And he's come in and he's playing some a serious brand of footy and um, playing on some really good players. And, yeah, I'm pretty happy to be taking the field with him each, each, each week. Max, David King here. Well, well done last night. It's been a fantastic ride. We're all on board. We're all enjoying what Melbourne are doing. And particularly, it feels like you take us on that ride personally. What's your last night? In that first quarter, when you went from the ground midpoint of the quarter, you got stuck on the bench for about six or seven minutes. How hard is that to, to, to cope with? And, and is that something you'll have to look at because it was a, a really long break that probably outside the norm for you? Yeah, it is It is funny. Every time I go to the bench, it's minimum a minute. So anything after a minute, I can come back on. So um, I usually sometimes it's around the two, three-minute mark. But when the ball gets stuck on the other side of the ground, like it did, it just can become so hard for a rotation. And we were tagging um, Tom Mitchell at the time, and he came off for my rotation, and Harms had to go back on. So um, it just I got stuck there for sort of six or seven minutes, which um, I'm, I'm pretty uh, bullish about our ruck stocks, and we do have two guys in there that, that can compete and, um, in Wiedemann and McDonald, but obviously six or seven minutes isn't ideal to be sitting on the bench for any player, let alone um, the Rafa. You've been too nice. You've been too nice. <laughs> then they're not Max Gorn. Come on, let's be honest, Max. Now, c- can you spend that time forward? Look, just educate us a little bit. If you were to go to full forward and then put yourself back on the ruck uh, at the right time, could you could you manage that? I'm just looking forward to a preliminary final and a, and a grand final and just seeing what sort of ground time you can play as a ruckman. You are a running beast, so the aerobic side of the game is not really a problem for you. How much ground time could you play if you wanted to? Um, I'm happy to do a three-way chat with Goody now if you want. <laughs> um, look, I, I obviously, every player wants to try and stay on the ground for as long as possible, but rotation is a thing in football. and um, Obviously, my role is to play the ruck role, and sometimes it can be wasted for it. I seem to think when I get a a ruck combination of like a 50-50 ruck combo they actually come in a bit tired from their forward role because of the effort to have to play as a forward. So um, it is actually more tiring as a forward unless they give you the the rule to just stand in the goal square, which, I mean, even that's pretty hard to get. So um, I'm pretty happy with playing ruck and just moving forward when I, when I see the time's right. So I've got a rotation question as well, Max. Is once Roughhead kicked the goal to bring Hawthorne within 12 points, it was the 11-minute mark of the last quarter, and McAvoy comes off for his rotation. Mm. You stay on, you win the centre clearance, Melksham kicks the goal. Did you sense that moment? Was it? Were you surprised that McAvoy went off given the game situation? Just What, what did you take in around that? Um, yeah, McAvoy was pretty consistent on the weekend at coming off at around the 8-9 minute mark to start off with. Um, so I was presuming he was going to do the same thing in that in that quarter. And Crossy actually, a runner, came to me and told me to come off at the same time. And um, I told him just a little bit of game state. That's what we spoke about at three-quarter time as the leaders, that um, I've got a chance against Ruffy in the centre bounce. They've kicked two or three in a row. And um, I'd like to sort of win this clearance before I come off. And that's what happened. Um, it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes Goody can ask me why the hell do I stay on. But um, I was able to... Get my hand on it. We won the clearance and got a goal, and then I came off for my rest. So 
little things in like like that, you just got to. Um, I mean, not only, it was only 25 seconds that I stayed on the ground for longer, but it just managed to stay for one ball play. So it, it, was, was, it was the game. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the game. It was awesome. And, and did you ask Crossy if you could stay on, or did you tell him? Uh, me and Crossy have a very love-hate relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. He tries to, the last two games, he's tried to get me off in the last two minutes of the game. and um, I do a very, very slow walk over to the bench. <laughs> um, and Crossy, Crossy, Crossy tops it from Goody, so... Um, what about uh, when you come back on the last quarter, Max, and you couldn't quite get into the into the centre circle, and you come off the front of the square as a half forward flanker and won the clearance? Do you think that's a role you can expand? Uh, well, there's rumours that Braden Proust is coming across, so I'm just <laughs> I've got to throw my hand up as a half forward, maybe um, versatility. Like it. <laughs> um, no, I actually just noticed there wasn't a winger, so I thought I might go play winger, and all of a sudden I got the ball. So are there moments, Max, where the game can just be too rigid, rigidly locked into this is when the rotation happens and you've got to keep some sort of sense of this is where the game is? Yeah, it, it, it definitely can. Um, my rotations are pretty locked at around the 13, 14-minute mark. I'll tend to come off for my one or two minutes, but there's got to be a bit of game state in that as well. And um, obviously with second rucks coming in, there's potentially chances to take the second ruck, but then also I'll be taking my rest when the first ruck's back on. So you've got to look at that sort of stuff. Um, bit of a game state feel, and I thought last the last quarter last night was one of them. If you dropped a football equal distance from Jack Viney, Clayton Oliver, and Michael Hibbard, who would win that ball, Max? Um, oh, Hibbard would probably do his hammy. <laughs> um, probably, probably Viney, I'd say. Um, he, oh, actually, geez, that's harsh on Clayton. Uh, Viney won't just won't give up. He's desperation tackles. Um, he dives in head first and relatively reckless about how he goes about it. So I'd say Jack would win that. What's it like knowing that you're going to give them some sort of advantage? It might be a sixty forty uh, in terms of the hit out advantage across the course of the game. What's it like knowing those guys are at ground level and just given the the hardness of this midfield group now? Yeah, the, last night I definitely noticed a couple of times I put a little bit too much sauce on a little, a few of the hits and Clayton still takes it at full pace and with one hand with a guy uh, hanging off him. So he's a serious talent at first possession stuff and um, if we if we lose the hit, Jack Viney will go clean it up for you and Angus Brayshaw is a great versatile player in there and Harmsy's improved. We've got four guys in that centre bounce that um, I really enjoy playing with. We've got a close little group between the five of us, and um, every now and then Jonesy comes in and Vanderberg comes in, but it's the five of us that are really setting in every centre bounce. We've got a different plan, and um, we know exactly where the other Ruckman's trying to hit it as well, and it's a good little setup in there. What did you think of the umpiring last night with the sliding and taking mm-hmm. of the knees? Um, a bit harsh? Uh, to be honest, I you see it happen, then you go, oh, that might be paid. So if I'm thinking that, obviously the umpire's thinking that. So there might be a chance that they blow the whistle. So, you know, in all the decisions, I thought, oh, that's close, or um, I hope he doesn't pay that. So at least I'm thinking it. So it's not that far-fetched. Do you think players are now manipulating the rule to a degree at times, Max? Um, oh, I'm certainly not. Um, <laughs> but, no, nah, it's not talked about in here. Um, okay. it, I mean, people may have a... Just a little hidden agenda out on the field, but um, it's not talked about talked about openly around the club. So, what's the week ahead look like for you now? Um, oh, we got the weekend off again. Friday night footy. I can get used to this. <laughs> um, 
actually, King and you would have been able to play a lot of Friday night footy. It was North Melbourne tonight for a while. The weekends were a bit different for us back then, mate. You, might, <laughs> you actually might have liked it. It was more of a marathon post the game in those days. <laughs> um, no, look, I went to bed straight away last night. I didn't get to sleep straight away, but um, went to bed and uh, go down and watch Casey today. They played a preliminary final against Essendon and um, Bernie Vince is back off his shoulder four or five weeks after a shoulder operation, which is pretty courageous for the kid to, well, the kid, he looks like a kid, but for the guy to come out there and do that and um, there's some other guys playing some pretty good footy like Joel Smith and Jaden Hunt um, that could be Use later on in the year for us, so we'll be down there today and watch that, and then uh, into training next week, and then off to Perth relatively early. When you're lying in bed uh, after a game and you can't get to sleep, are you thinking about the game and footy, or anything else? But uh, if you're thinking about footy, you're not going to sleep, so you got to try and change your mind a, a little bit. Um, I actually put the cycling on last night in bed to see if I could start watching that and try and get to sleep, but I'm too in, involved in that as well, so that didn't help. Can, can I just ask you one quick one on the game next week? How much learnings do you take or lessons do you, do you have from the last time you played over there, which was only a month ago? Is it is it much of a factor or is it a complete reset? Um, I'm not sure if they'll show us the game or highlights from the game. I think they would. We watched a, I mean, a little bit of the Hawthorne game from round four this week, so I'm presuming with the West Coast game being a little bit more recent, we should see a little bit of the vision. Um, I know we brought a really big contested ball brand to that game and um, we had some, some guys play some ripper games but Darling also went out in the first quarter and Kennedy didn't play so they're, yeah. they'll be a different team as well and um, I mean our tall backs are in some of the better forms they've been in in terms of Frosty and Hibbert and Oscar McDonald so it's going to be an exciting battle for those three down there and uh, yeah look we know we got them last last time, but it was, I mean, by the skin of our teeth, they, they, they almost got us in the end, and it's going to be a pretty close game. That's funny to hear you say that you watched the round four game during the week, because sw- I swear Goody said in his presser that it was so long ago, it was completely irrelevant, it didn't mean anything. All right, <laughs> uh, uh, Goody was supposed to call me before this. <laughs> I'll stuff that one up. Oh, no, no. Oh, good. <laughs> well, Max, fantastic uh, again that wow. uh, the, the journey that you're on, and as uh, Kingy said, you've been sharing it with everyone, and, and that is much appreciated. The whole club has been incredibly open, and Simon Goodwin, uh, to be serious, Kingy, while you're still there, Max, the way Goody has handled this uh, has been incredible. I reckon. What, you tell us, Max. You tell us what it's like having a, a young coach like Simon, who, who's just embracing the journey. You, you tell us what he's like. You're probably better schooled than us. Yeah, look, I'm pretty proud of how the club's handled um, their first finals experience. It's the media manager's first finals experience. It's the coach's first finals experience. Everyone's in uncharted territory. And um, to open our doors on the Monday, both finals, and let the media in, and I'm sure we'll do that again this week. And um, that's mostly Goody's decision. And, I mean, he's a, he, he's a bit of a dad around here. We Everyone looks up to him and asks him for advice, both on and off field, and um, and he's a footy nerd as well, so he would have watched West Coast the last game, and he would have he, he's, he's already got a game plan ready for that week, and it's not even eleven o'clock Saturday morning. So um, that's that's what he brings, and um, it's a pleasure to have. And I've had seven coaches, so I think I've got a rough idea of um, when, a, when when a good one comes in. If you'd have played like you've been playing this year, you would have only had one coach. <laughs> You're responsible for that, Max. <laughs> Sorry. Enjoy the weekend, Max, and we can't wait to see you in action next week. Thanks, guys. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. 
T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.